You're listening to Seahorse, Long Snouted, by Ailish Nireen. A track taken from a new portrait album of her work, just released by NMC Recordings. I'm Jonathan Grimes, this is Amplify episode 87 and this week we have the first of two episodes featuring some of the interviews with artists recorded during this year's New Music Dublin Festival. I'm joined by Yvonne Ferguson, CMC Director. Hi Yvonne. Hi Jonathan. So it's been a while since we actually recorded an episode of the podcast together. So it's good to be finally back in the CMC Amplify studio. Absolutely. Back in the studio and didn't spring seem to come very fast and uh, very thick and fast to the new music community. There was a burst of concerts, festivals, new works, and we've been out and about so much hearing this abundance of new music all around the country at different performances and presenting our live podcasts across a number of festivals since March at Finding a Voice and a panel discussion at the Music Current Festival and then two live podcast events at New Music Dublin. So the last few months have been buzzy and a busy time for the new music sector on the island. So this week we have conversations with several of the composers and artists who were programmed at New Music Dublin. And over a month on since the festival, there really is so much to digest and look back on, isn't there? As John Harris would say, the New Music Dublin Festival director, NMD is a big tent with a great diversity of new music being presented across the four days of the festival. Great diversity of musical styles, right, Jonathan? Um, but also in the difference in scale um, of many of the works which form the programme, ranging from intimate chamber music and solo performances to these large scale works for the National Symphony Orchestra, National Symphony Chorus and the RT Concert Orchestra. So many premieres, too many to mention. But among those premieres, new works from Elish Nibian and Anya Mallon. Indeed, um, we'll have short interviews recorded with Elish Nirin, soprano Elizabeth Hilliard and composer Anya Mallon, who had a new work performed by Chamber Choir Ireland. And it's Chamber Choir Ireland we begin with and Choral Sketches, a professional development opportunity run by CMC and Chamber Choir Ireland for composers who wish to develop their skills in writing choral music. Yeah, the workshop for the participant composer on the Choral Sketches Programme 2023, Conor McGlone, Timothy Doyle and Brian Keegan, was actually the opening event of New Music Dublin 2023 and it was open to the public as always. It's always fascinating for fans of choral music, Jonathan, to hear sketches of choral ideas from the three composers workshopped by the singers of Chamber Choir Ireland and their gifted conductor, Sophie Janine, who was their guest conductor for Chamber Choir Ireland's performances at New Music Dublin. And the three composers brought along their sketches and they were supported by the mentor composer Rona Clark. And for two hours, they received feedback from the singers and from Sophie Janine about their sketches. And there was great generosity in this guidance, which the composers now take on board to the next stage of development of these choral pieces. 
So let's hear from the composers who participated in the Choral Sketches workshop, Conor McGlone, Timothy Doyle and Brian Keegan, along with the composer mentor Rona Clark, speaking to you Yvonne just after the workshop. Following this, we hear from Anya Mallon, who spoke to me about her piece Beloved for Chamber Choir Ireland. I'm Conor McGlone. My sort of background in music is that I'm an organist. I play the piano as well and sort of used to kind of working with choirs, but to really sort of put me in the context of writing choral composition, I'm really excited to have just worked with Chamber Choir Ireland in sort of trying out uh, these ideas that I've put together in these sketches. I think the thing is what um, what we've just done is I've sort of approached this from the point of view that I can sort of have a blank canvas to just try out a variety of different things with an idea of something that I will want to sort of go on and create. And I think really for me, it's been the opportunity to sort of try different contrasting things, see how they manage as an ensemble, see what I sort of prefer and what we can actually work with. The sort of choice of the text was slightly kind of subservient to the music in that way that, you know, obviously they have to sing things and I was trying to find a variety of um, sacred text, which is something what I want to do. I want to write a sort of about six or seven minute piece of uh, some sacred choral music. The inspiration didn't come from the text or so on. It was more that this is really me trying to just try out different things before sort of going forward with something more definite. My name is Rona Clark and I'm a composer and I was asked this year to mentor the composers involved in choral sketches. There was a wonderful response to the call for scores and we were delighted to see a a really terrific standard there. I mean, there were other composers who could have been selected, but we, we chose these three who just, they had very particular things that they wanted to explore musically and three composers with quite contrasting styles as well, which I thought was very interesting. In the workshop we have seen, first of all, each one of them did what they had in mind to do from the outset from the proposal, and they followed through with that and, you know, produced sketches which are a very different one from the other. And even in one case, for instance, in Connor's case, the sketches he produced were completely contrasting one from the other. So he might have two or three pieces out of these sketches. Chamber Choir Ireland, really, that's a kind of Rolls Royce <laughs> choral um, setup that the composers are, are having this workshop with and getting to hear these ideas, as you say, very particular ideas. And how important is the feedback from the singers and from the conductor? 
Well, first of all, you know, these singers can and have sung pretty well everything and anything. So they have the full range of possibilities in their in their armory already. So uh, we know that um, unless the composers write something absolutely outrageous, that they're going to be able to sing it. So that there's no worry about that, that they're not going to be able to achieve the particular sounds. I thought the way Sophie handled the workshop was just so beautiful. The musicality of each piece was addressed. You know, we didn't have a workshop which just discussed text from one end to the other. It was all to do with musical detail and all to do with musical possibilities um, arising out of each score that um, the composers produced. And there really were some fabulous sounds and the openness as well, the openness of the singers to whatever ideas were being put forward. my piece today was exploring the kind of techniques I'd use in my own instrumental music and choral music um, through the text of Dear Negriefa's Marginalia. I think the biggest thing is, because I don't have experience in choral music, is the kind of rabbit hole of using text. I think I'd underappreciated how much detail and how much material you can get out of just the text alone outside of the notes and everything else. not sure I'll, I'll use as much of the material that I brought today. It's more the what I got from the, the, sing, the members of the choir took time after as well to give me some notes and things. So it's more, it's not so much the material, it's more the education I got out of today that'll influence the next thing I'd say I'll get rid of most of it. My name is Brian Keegan and my area of interest is using time and scale in music and how that can be translated musically and the piece for the choral sketches works uh, in that area um, taking a single word and stretching that word over an, an elongated period of time and seeing how the uh, singers can, uh, can deal with that and work with that. So my piece is, is called Nebula and the idea was to create a, a sound world, an unusual sound world, interesting sound world and that's definitely what happened today as you say with the overtones and the piecing together of tiny fragments of a word uh, it created an amazing sound world. I 
think for me, it'll, it'll be a case of uh, taking these um, fragments and these ideas from today and assembling them and elongating them again and creating a, a larger piece, but really based on the kind of sounds that are now in my head and in my ears. And they were able to uh, to take what I had and do something amazing with it. So that's a, that's a great uh, launching point for the next stage in this. It's Saturday, it's day three of New Music Dublin. Uh, we're in St. Anne's Church, and I'm delighted to be with composer Anya Mallon. Anya, how are you doing? I am ecstatic. <laughs> We've just had the performance of my piece Beloved that I wrote for a chamber choir Ireland. Um, it's a setting of the second canticle of the Song of Songs, and it was just a completely stellar performance. The theme of tonight's concert was Poets, Passions and Peace. And my piece really is sort of the passion part of that title. Um, so the, the Song of Songs is really beautiful, um, biblical love poetry, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really passionate and really quite playful. Um, and so within the piece itself, I wanted to pull out both the playfulness and the passionate parts. In the text, the beloved, uh, the female protagonist, uh, is reminiscing about her her lover, her partner, mm. and she hears his voice in the distance. Um, so the piece opens with this very distant tenor, tutti, mm. uh, humming, and uh, it builds into the main body of the piece when the, the ladies start to sing. Um, and it introduces the the characters of the beloved and her partner. I really followed the flow of the text Mm. in terms of pulling the passion out and the playfulness. So, for Mm. example, uh, there was one section where uh, the the text talks about foxes ruining the vines. And so I pulled that kind of apart and and split it into all of the different Mm. uh, vocal sections. And it was quite, you know, quite playful and quite cheerful. Mm. So really getting inside the text and... Mm trying to understand what the music needs from from the text itself. The opening itself, it 
had a sort of, I guess, a kind of a traditional feel to it. Tell me about that and, and, and where, where all that comes from. Absolutely. So I am one of four kids and we were all raised uh, playing Irish traditional music. So we've got a harpist and Ellen Piper, two fiddle players in the family. Um, so my grounding is very much in trad music. Mm. Um, and so it tends to find its way <laughs> into a lot of my pieces. Um, and yeah, that melody in particular, uh, I think I really love because it sort of, it comes back throughout the piece and it is the voice of the beloved's partner. Mm. And so you hear it in the beginning of the piece really, really distantly. And then when he is finally at her door and telling her to arise and come away, you then hear the words along with the melody itself. Chamber Choir Ireland and conductor Sophie Janine performing Anya Mallon's Beloved at this year's New Music Dublin Festival. Our thanks to Chamber Choir Ireland for sending on the recording and for allowing us to use it. Next, we have two more conversations recorded at New Music Dublin, this time with soprano Elizabeth Hilliard and composer Eilish Nireen. And Yvonne, Eilish is a composer who has a lot of recent projects. She's been very busy from new works to a new album released last week. Yeah, Eilish, one of our most established composers and celebrating her first full-length album, which uh, came out, as you say, Jonathan, at the end of last week. This portrait release, The Last Time I Died, features a rich selection of Nurian's chamber and small-scale works spanning 20 years of her career. Now, Eilish had a very large-scale work at last year's festival and for New Music Dublin in 2023, a more intimate work refused to be wrecked for a solo soprano and take and it was the opening work in soprano Elizabeth Hilliard's solo recital at Richmond Barracks and the first time that the festival has used this venue on a super sunny afternoon to a capacity audience Elizabeth Hilliard delivered a programme of works that she's passionate about and personally invested in including this new work from Edith Nirian and an extensive work from Gronya Mulvey, Great Women alongside a work by composer Haya Chernowen. So here is Eilish Nureen and Elizabeth Hilliard talking about their collaboration on Eilish's piece Refuse to be Wrecked. is called Refuse to be Wrecked and for this I chose some text by a British playwright called Howard Barker. He's written a play in the 1990s called The Bite of the Night 
and it is a, an epic play about many, many subjects, but at, one of the characters at the core of the play is, is a woman who's had a massive life experience of dukkha, or challenge. And when we meet her towards the end of the play, her, her mouth is filled with dirt. This has been another attempt to dampen her down. Um, it's for voice and altered or prepared piano. And she does not vocalize for almost two minutes. tortured thinkers thrashed each other. I was thinking about how to restrict her, her vocal capacity. If we're talking about imposed silence or a type of incarceration, not excluding the um, self-incarceration, you know. Uh, this isn't all uh, focused outward. Um, at other people doing things to us. It's also about us doing things to ourselves. And short of dirt, which she said she would be open to, perhaps in a different context, um, but given that she had a long program to do yesterday, she felt to fill her mouth with dirt for the first performance might be a bit of a challenge. Um, and so we came up with how about we bandage, bandage your mouth and unravel that while the introduction to the piece happens. I have uh, many ideas about how it would be expanded and presented in different spaces, but I think yesterday was a, was a gentle staging of what uh, is at the root of it. So me and Eilish have been talking over, well, like for years, like I, she first wrote for me in 2010. She, she's very drawn to my style of performing. It's quite dramatic anyway. There's, she feels almost that there's a story that I'm telling when I'm just improvising on a... It's not just the sound, it's telling a story. And she's obviously a theatre maker and a, um, a playwright, published playwright. So it was always going to have a theatrical feel. For me, it was a very dramatic start to the to the concert because there is that kind of sense when you were introduced, there was that sort of moment of, is something happening? Is there something wrong? Is something amiss? And then then the the piece started. I came on from backstage, and actually, when I came on, I, I was half of my face was covered by a bandage. But even when me and Eilish were speaking about the piece, there's a one minute and fifty seconds in the score before the soprano says anything or does anything. So there's already that feeling set up for the audience of like, oh my God, has she lost her voice? Is she meant to be singing? So th there's meant to be that kind of conversation going on in the head of the listener anyway. Eilish Nireen's Refuse to be Wrecked performed by Elizabeth Hilliard at New Music Dublin 2023. That's all for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode 
Until then, thanks for listening.